Welcome back to part two of this episode of Blood on the Thames. You pull up alongside the car, the, the caravan, and she catches your eyes for the briefest of moments. You are unaware of the change of your face, but you feel it. And although you cannot see your own face, you certainly see the change in hers. And the way that she jerks the wheel away from your car to get away from you is sudden, vicious, and causes the caravan to go end over end with the sheer force of her turning the wheels out. As it goes over the barrier separating the dual carriageway into the other line of traffic and the cars which were rocketing past slam into the side and then as that spins the caravan, another one goes straight into the front of the caravan. And you just hear the the twisting and warping of metal, the, sh the cracking of glass. Um, you hear the, the breaking of the connection of the door as it's showered open. And then an echoing clash as other cars go wheeling into the rear end of the car that also clipped. There's clips of yanks of horns. And then the stillness. And then as your car starts to go past, you listen, because there is a stillness which descends yeah. as you I, go past. I, I, I mean, like, I, I, I stop, sort of, you know. You're stopping. As people do when yeah. okay. crazy stuff like this. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so what are you doing? Um, I'm stopping. I'm going to get my phone out. Call an ambulance and get out of my car and go and see what the damage is. Okay. So you go up and over the barrier. Yeah. And you hear the crunch underfoot as you step over the glass. You can see as you're going around the corner, um, Ceres is over the dashboard. Uh, the car had pinned her and her chest is crushed. And you can tell from the trickle of blood and the way her eyes are just staring ahead and the way she's leant over the, da uh, the dashboard, uh, she died on impact. You can hear uh, movement from inside. And as you move around and look between the curtains, which are hanging off at an angle, um, positioned next to her chair, um, the boy that you saw come to the door um, is unmoving. And through the curtain you can see the old lady who's still moving um, and she is crawling towards the still bundle that held the infant i i start to um because i don't really want to go in the camper van myself but i'm on phone i'm on the phone to uh you know ambulance services and anybody else that's stopped and is getting out of their car i start telling them what to do to check and see if you know any anybody's alive and, and, okay. and that kind of thing and trying to get people out of the record. Do charisma yeah. plus performance for me. <clears throat> also successes. 
Um, I, yeah, that's, that's fine. Three successes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The people that have come out to gorp, um, they're immediately obvious because the moment that you start speaking to them, um, there's no immediate urgency in anything they do. They only begin moving when the people that are actually there to help begin actually reacting to what you're saying. And they begin clambering through um, the remains of the wreckage to try and get to each of the individuals. Um, they're making an immediate uh, path towards the infant and the children. Uh, you can't see the little girl from where you are, but as they're clambering through the window, there's one particular guy um, who comes out uh, wearing the Combat 95s, uh, looking as though he's just come off duty from wherever, um, mm -hmm. and he immediately begins assisting with the directing of other mm -hmm. people, and he crawls through the window and immediately goes to the boy, places his hand against his throat, and then once he is confirmed that there is no pulse, um, he begins doing other checks over him. And then once it's confirmed that the boy's gone, he begins moving on to the next and the next. But he does so with a, a methodical detachment, which would be expected of yeah, someone in his yeah, profession. Yeah. He goes from one to the other. Um, and it's only when he gets to the um, the elderly member of the family, he goes up to her. And then he begins playing his trade. And he's going to willpower that. So he is focused on her. The others begin following him in, trying to get to each member of the family. Um, and it's only once they've gone through um, and they begin lifting the bodies out and clear um, that you can confirm that all of them, apart from the elderly uh, lady, are gone. Um, and she is in a complete state of shock. Mm -hmm. um, she will, is refusing to re, uh, let go of the infant, who she keeps trying to wake. Mm. But otherwise, there's no response. There's nothing else going on. Yeah. I'm just, obviously, I'm just keeping the ambulance like informed. And, and you, you said that there are other cars that made impacts and things as well. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just keeping them informed what's going on in the scene. So, Moses, mm -hmm. the phone was hung up. Oh yeah, yeah. I just went back to looking for the security guard. I don't know what's happened outside. So it's like, where, where's the security guard? How long were you trying on the phone? Sorry. Just the one time. No, just the one time when I got when when the kid hung up. I assumed there was no way to have a conversation with Karis to have her stop. I am just counting on Gideon to go after them. To just to follow them to, to do something while I take care of Andrew. Yeah, he definitely did something. <laughs> so, not the th something Moses thought he would do, but. Just to clarify, guys, if you take more stains than you have humanity dots, it's not an automatic loss. You still always roll one die. Um, however, once you're maxed out, you start taking aggravated willpower damage, I believe. The uh, excess. Yes. Yeah. Um, you also cannot voluntarily do anything which would violate, um, any give you any more stains, mm -hmm. um, but you always get to roll that one die. There's always a chance you could do it. It's the aggravated willpower loss, which is the big kicker. Um, and Was that the, a, a Yeah, it's a question in the question chat. In chat. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not an automatic loss. 
if you do have any convictions that apply, I'm gonna write this down. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I still need that roll at the end. Yes. Um, so you step out of the bathroom, um, and the individual on the floor is already been taken away. There's other mem- uh, people that have come in that are standing around talking um, to the security guard who is basically asking what's going on. Um, but it's not the same security guard that came in and took uh, a costume. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just breeze my way as if I were talking on the phone or whatever, you know, pretending. Uh, I'm just going to walk following uh, Andrew and the security guard that, guard that has him. Okay. Um, it doesn't take you too long to catch up with them. The the place, whilst it is quite large, security office is not that far from where the shops are. Um, they are behind a closed door, and you can't see into the room. Okay, cool. It does have security across the door, though, so you know you're in the right place. I go... Do I find out what happened, or is that completely unrelated? Because the security... I'm sorry. I think I, I misunderstood the, the 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 area where he's been taken. The security room is in the security office. Yeah, he is came that out outside the the, the 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 service. No, it's in the service. Oh, inside. I yeah. thought we were. You've going literally out. come out of the door. Andrew's not there, and neither the security guard. You can see from where you've come out of the bathroom the security office, mm-hmm. which is where logically they take him. There is another security guard where he was that is speaking to people to witness what went on. Um, that is all you can see. So you haven't seen Andrew go off, or you haven't seen the path of the security guard, but by reasonable deduction, it's going to be <coughs> the security office. You just can't see inside the security office. Yeah, I know. Mm. Is it near a store or the cafe or, you know, place where chairs, table, anything? Uh, close to the door. Yeah, or, well, closer to the office in general. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of places. There's a, a cafe which is currently closed. There's a Burger King, which is close by, which is still open. Um, the cafe is not necessarily closed because of the late hour, but more because it looks like there's just no staff there. Um, but you can go and sit in the, the other place. Yeah, and I'm going to take out the laptop and start figuring out how do I get into the internal CCTV system. Okay, it's very likely to have been in the security office to get access to the system. Okay. Um, so you probably have to go in there. Okay. Uh, it doesn't look like there's any external entryway. Entry to points, yeah. not like windows or stuff like that. Yeah, so, sorry, I'm just double checking that degeneration. It is most likely that I will. Yeah, so just to clarify, because obviously this is something that could feasibly come up again. Uh, if a character accumulates more stains than they have empty boxes on their humanity track, they become impaired um, as they are overcome with regret. In addition, they take one point of aggravated willpower damage for each stain that could not fit in the open boxes. In this state, the character is incapable of further intentional tenant violations, and if forced to commit one, they must test for terror frenzy at difficulty four. The impaired condition remains until the end of the session, then remorse is tested as usual. The character is also, uh, can also choose to snap out of it by voluntarily losing a point of humanity, wiping away the stains as they rationalise their actions and accept what they've become. So yes, you always okay. do still roll the one I'm, I, I'm just to clarify, the when it says empty, empty boxes on your, your humanity track, so that's like, if I had... 10 minus your humanity. 
that's the difference. That's so eight, if you have so humanity okay. eight, yeah, you only yeah, have yeah, two. Okay. Yeah. No, no, it's don't worry about story and code. It's it's good to keep checking because yeah. it's a big book and I didn't have a lot of time to read all of it <clears> before I started changing <throat> from V twenty. So it's good to double check. So, um, <laughs> and it's worth me knowing because the way you guys are going, whew, how do you keep finding yourself in situations that do this? I haven't even broken a finger. Okay, not yet. May may have bent some cartilage, which is allowed. <laughs> on his only working hand. Yeah. <laughs> I was not aware of that. He can't work without that hand. Anyway. I was going to feed his family. Oh, yeah. never mind. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> the ST picks up a couple of stains for that, I think. <laughs> a little bit of gallows humour in there. That implies that I have a humanity bar. <laughs> I don't. Uh, you're on a path. But yeah, he does not. That's confirmed. We confirmed that. Mm. So, um... The other security guy. Do you want a moment to think? Yes, please. Okay. So. Um, He's staggered out. The door is still open downstairs. I'm gonna just tuck the uh, envelope under the uh, under the bed and go and go down and uh, make sure the door's locked behind him. Okay. Then return upstairs and start. Reading the reading all the information. Okay. So Alan Burr is um, he has a recent and quite devoted history to putting away criminals. Um, he is also the exact same individual who uh, the coterie encouraged Mrs. Morovsky to speak to regarding the attack by Darren Fitch. He, his office is not close by, but it's within London. His home, however, is not in London. It's outside of London. This is home away from London. By driving? By driving, yeah. Uh, it is probably about 40 minute drive. Yep. Uh, do we get any information about any family he's got? Do, do you live alone? Doesn't have any. No family? Not that live with him anyway. But the information that you've been given uh, looks as though it's been. Uh, it's all professionally done, but it's largely information that is public knowledge. Um, the only things really that, that are there that you wouldn't expect someone to have if they weren't a police officer, and even then it's kind of uh, surprising, is the copy of the house key and the schedule. Because the schedule is done on a half-hour basis. It's thorough. Clearly, uh, James has been watching him for a while. And... Uh... So, so uh, what? Uh, any like, what particular patterns pop up in the, in that? Uh, he is 
someone that pretty much lives at work. He's rarely home. Right. Um, so I'm guessing he clearly has a couple of assistants. Yeah. Do we get any, any idea how many assistants, how many people in the building? No. The notes are primarily taken by someone that's basically trailing them whenever they leave the building. There's almost nothing on the actual building itself. And is there a, is there a regular point here he does go home? Not really. I mean, there's some days he doesn't. But uh, is there any? Is there, does there appear to be? Uh, sorry. Does there appear to be? Um, Mrs. Morosky sneezes. Yeah. Uh, does, does, does there appear to be the earliest time he ever he ever gets home before nightfall or what? The nights he does go home, it tends to be quite a late one, so he'll normally uh, leave the city at about one-ish in the morning. And when he does, and when he does go home, uh, an idea of uh, what time he would leave to go in the morning? No. It's not that, like, it's not like every. It's as complete as it is, it can be, but Alan is not someone that is minute by minute always the same schedule. Yeah. Um, because as the guy that's in charge of his own business, he is at the office as often as yeah. he wants to be, which tends to be a lot. So on the days where he does go home, he tends to go home, he'll have a couple of hours of sleep and then he'll head back in. Yeah. Um, so... Anything you want to do now? At the moment, just spending sort of time uh, memorizing the schedule, making sure no locations, uh, making sure I just try to commit all as uh, much of that as possible to, to memory at this point. Okay. Um, Anything else you want to do before I jump back to Peter? Uh, not, at this, not at this point in time. Okay. Uh-uh. Peter. Hello. Is there anything you wish to be doing? I mean, not really. In the, You're going to leave this, it for tonight? I think so, because okay. there's lots of horrendous things to do tomorrow. But I, I suspect he'll just spend the time making plans with Amelia about how we're going to handle the day, and also things like places to live, possible ideas of um, like future business plans, that kind of thing. Um, but I don't think he, I don't think I'm doing anything kind of radical. Okay. To be honest with you. All right. Um, so after the room is thoroughly uh, proofed, mm -hmm. um, she uses all the spare towels that she hasn't lined the base of the um, the bathtub with uh, to thicken up the curtains. Even though you're not going to be in there, she seems quite intent on making the entirety of it. Right. Um, she makes sure that the do not disturb um, is hung outside of the door um, and then to ensure that no one comes in anyway um, she moves the singular chair which is up against next to where the TV is and the desk is um, straight in front of the door and hooks it underneath so it can't be open from the outside um, she then goes about setting uh, her own things up in the room um, nothing I mean she hasn't got an awful lot with her 
but there is a few bits and pieces which she does have. She does have a knife, um, which is in a small uh, concealed sheath, okay. um, which she puts under the pillow. Um, she also has the phone, which she immediately charges, begins charging. Um, and she also has what looks to be a brand or recently purchased uh, cat bed, uh, which she untucks, as well as a one of the bowls, uh, which looks to be like thin rubber. And then when you push it, it pumps out, mm. and it's like a food or water bowl. So she goes and fee- uh, fills it up with water and puts it down on the floor, and Fagin just goes down to it. And then she just sits and speaks to you for the rest of the night for as long as you're up um, anything you wish to discuss she discusses uh, she brings up nothing voluntarily um, but she's a lot more relaxed in how she's speaking to you she's still very much paranoid and she's still very much uh, not recovered mm. and that's clear in everything that she's doing the way that she's looking around the way she's checking constantly for exits mm the way that she won't let her feet hang under the bed. She won't put her foot down. Um, and when she gets into bed, she climbs over from beneath the bed. She won't get in next to it. Um, it's an odd quirk, but you notice it because the few times where she's gone over to the bed, whether or not it's to hmm. um, set something or get access to the pillow, she'll go over. Um, but she'll sit and speak with you and is there anything you want to bring up before the end of the night? Anything you want to discuss before you have to turn in? Um, I will say to her, tomorrow night, there's a chance I will have to see Edmund. And so, that, what we did before, where I don't know exactly where you are, I think we should do. And perhaps, if all is well, maybe a, a phrase or a word or something I could use when I first speak to you on the phone, so you know. And if I don't use it, then you know to stay away until I do use it. Um, she looks down at Fagan. <laughs> Just Consider yourself one of us. Alright. Yeah, I'm talking about you, shithead. (laughs) Those better have some juicy secrets on them, guys. Shall have noticed. Microphone's in the way. Sorry if that. It's a disaster for Carlos Airlines. Hey! <laughs> That's, uh, I've written down his three convictions, and you can decide which ones to find. Which ones.
I'll lower it by one. Okay. So we'll go down to three. So, anything else you need to discuss? I don't think so. I think I'll be waiting until the next night. Okay. So before too long, um, you start feeling lethargic and heavy. Yeah. And she can immediately tell when it's happening because she constantly almost seems to lean, not towards you, but almost as though she's following your movements as though you're about to, she's going to try and catch you before you <laughs> just tumble off the bed. Um, but she never comes too close to you. She's always, you've noticed as you're with, as you're close to her, she is always, aside from when she's in the car with you, at least an arm's distance away from you. Sure. Or rather, now that you think about it, more than your arm could reach. Yeah. Um, well, I won't, I won't cross that boundary. Yeah. So, when you start feeling lethargic and stuff, um, she hops off the bed. Um, and then goes and opens the bathroom door, and then just holds it open. Okay, I'll I'll go into the bathroom. Oh, actually, I'll I'll um, stop and say, "Do you need?" And I'll look at the I'll gesture towards the bathroom. No. Then I'll see you tomorrow. And I'll go in. Okay. Um. Then you hear. Light off? Light on? I mean, it actually is completely irrelevant to me, isn't it? So I'll say, um, I'll say your choice. It doesn't matter to me. Flick. You're bathed in darkness. Uh, good. <laughs> That's the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like it came from? Like the base of your skull. Oh no. <laughs> Do I recognise the voice? No. Okay. I'll wait and listen. Simon. Who is this? Welcome home, Simon. I've missed you. And the headache fades. And then minutes later, you have to remind yourself to climb into the bathtub yeah. as your knees start overextending every time you're mm. bowing them and then you climb into the bathtub and then the last thing you hear is the as your head hits the back and then your mm. eyes just go black so so my words before hopefully
Trying to listen, so define white noise. Is it uh, white noise? Oh, when you generate. Oh, I know. I know what it is. Define what you're trying to do with it. Oh, nothing until I just go. Okay. So I'm just gonna forward the messages to my burner, my my burner burner. Okay. And then have this one programmed go to the other guy. It's like, hey, 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 the guy dropped this phone. Okay. Uh, intelligence well, actually, plus technology. I'm gonna talk. Like, I'm gonna knock. Give the thing to the, the, the guy that's inside. It is three successes. Three? Yes. Okay. So you use your phone, and then you're doing what? Going up to the door? Yeah, once the his phone is programmed for all of that, and I have the number because I forwarded those messages, I just knock the door on the security thing. Wait, before I do that, any cameras looking straight at the door of the security? Not straight at the door, no. Okay, cool. Which plus awareness? Three successes. There's someone still in there. The room's not empty. Excuse me. The mister dropped his phone. I try the door at the handle. Okay. Where's the other security guard? Still chatting to everyone. Guys, back to you. I don't even have Gideon's phone number and I'm not going out. Um You listening? Yeah. but not taking my hands off the door. Mm -hmm. Like, um, excuse me, officer, security, Mr. Guard. Yeah. Um, uh, two things. Can I, can I talk to you in private? I'm the one who saw the, the shoplifting. Okay. And I still look at the, uh, the thing. Like, um, 
I saw the guy drop this phone, but I think he had a knife. I don't know if you were, like, I was trying to knock the door for your fellow officer, but no one is answering. Um, this he is starts the- walking straight back towards the door. I'm just walking behind him, just casually, Oops. you know. Grabs the door handle and tries moving it, and then when it doesn't move, grabs keys off of his belt, mm-hmm. unlocks it, and pushes the door open. And there's a thud. And then as he starts pushing against the door, it starts sliding slowly. And he looks around the cor- the corner, and then he's immediately... Fuck! Yep. How many people were there when, where he was? Three. When he's opening the door with the keys, I look around to see if anyone is seeing us. I'll say wits plus stealth to see if you can get the opportune moment to do whatever you're about to do. Oh, I rouse. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, do I rouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, willpower. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, do I willpower. Yes! Cuatro, cinco, seis, seven successes. Critical win. You fade from space and time. (laughs) (laughs) As you look around, although people are looking, uh, glancing around, looking towards where the security guy's gone, they're speaking to themselves. In the brief two second gap you've got between them looking and then going around, you slip in past the security guy and immediately you notice that the phone which was on the desk has been ripped out of the wall and the cord has been used to strangle the security guard who is slumped against the door. The subject you are after, Andrew, has used a paper uh, envelope opener to slice his wrists and he is bleeding out on the floor in front of you. Hey, drop that. Fake panic and go, call an ambulance, call an ambulance. And start like pushing the guy, like, call the other security guard. Call, call an ambulance. What? And he runs out of the door. And I, and I go in and I steal everything from the video surveillance system. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna need Wits plus technology. Oh, oh yes, sir. Before oh, he yes. comes back. So it's Wits plus technology. Yep. And I don't believe network. Yeah, network. The security, the CCTV. Yeah, sure. Whew. And I rouse. Have you, do you roll for the last rails, by the way? Yes, I did, and I went hunger, uh, hungry. I'm at hunger too. Hunger too. Yeah. That's why I have two red dice. Now. And uh, they, I had. Oh my roll. god! What are the odds? Oh, shit. Holy. Nine successes, critical success. Fuck. Critical win? I mean, what are the odds, man? Happy, happy, happy critical? Happy, happy, Nine, happy, nine, happy nine, nine successes? Everything's going really well for me, right? He hasn't killed anyone. We are so good at murdering families. <laughs> no, I am really good at... Avoiding actually, this is, this is this is cleanup. This is my specialty. Yeah. He <laughs> cut his wrists. You spook people. I clean up the mess. I steal all, all the evidence I can from any surveillance system that has been around here. It's true, Gideon does spook people, that is. <laughs> Certainly spook Benjamin. Without going hungry. 
On the second uh, one there. Oh, oh just rub it in there. <laughs> <now. laughs> That's just rude. That was like the, nice. like the salt of yeah, the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see the wheels. How do I do it with the like, like a critical oh win, God. nine successes? Like, can I, I will find a way to make you kick a puppy before Can I have like a, a quick drink from the guy that's bleeding out to death? I mean, it's just one hunger I want to slake. And I will lick the wound very neatly. And I mean, there's. I mean, the you're pretty much touching a key and downloading everything <laughs> exactly. at this point. So, <laughs> sure. Thank you. Um, and and you push him over the edge and takes it. No. Um, I mean, it's just like one blood. I don't, I don't, I don't expect any resonance or anything. <sighs> yeah. And I'm back down to hunger one. And I just walk out casually. Yeah, I leave the guy's phone. He was his. And I just walk out casually. I go out, take a cigarette, get my lighter, my Sipo lighter. Where's Gideon? And I start walking in the car park. I thought you just called him Nitwit. <laughs> <laughs> the one time your all specs kicks in. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, shit. Uh, oh, shit. I do have the emphasis on uh, detect bitching. So. <laughs> <laughs> it is going off so much. <laughs> I mean, you thought getting out of London would make it better. Um, uh, I look for Gideon in the in the car park. Uh, he's not in the car park, but uh, you can see the tire tracks leading off, so you can probably take a guess of where he's gone. I I don't want to be here longer than necessary, or at least in the area surrounding the thingy. Um, so I'm. When I drank from the guy, was he alive? By me by drinking him. Yeah, you would have gotten a disgracia. Oh shit. Also, did I accelerate the process? Well, what, because, for him to die? Yeah, because if he was not, like if we, if I was drinking from a cadaver, I, I was, I went in thinking that it was, he was dead. But by drinking... I suppose you did let him die. What? <laughs> ah! Boo! <laughs> <laughs> Boom. In action. Like that's that's why I'm asking. Like, is the guy that was the guy uh, alive? Yes. I have no knowledge of medicine. I could only make the things worse. And I I had someone calling for the ambulance. I mean, at least. Something. Justify it to your conscience. <laughs> uh, With the dice. Yeah. So, be fortunate. There's only two. Someone uh, else yeah, got four. Which, which, which complete, like, almost fills my track, and I am left with one die. That's like a horrible thing to do for just drinking on someone that you thought was already dead. You're doing a lot of bitching at me today. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm asking. That's like, twice. What? What? What was the first one? When you argued about him being able to see. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I'm keeping a track. Okay, okay, cool. I've got, um, the, I've got uh, the Carlos tracker here. <laughs> uh, He's this, making notes. This Gracia, you said? Yes, yes. Uh, I will let you no, know you what can, that is. Uh, yeah. So. I, I start following the tracks and see where it's going. So. It doesn't take you long to catch up. Uh, the erratic driving, although it did carry them a fair way, 
uh, was punctuated by moments of severe swirling around traffic. And now that there's a build-up, there's no cars coming to slow your path as you're making your way towards the end. And you can see in the distance the results of Gideon's handiwork. You can see his car, and you can see the overturned uh, caravan on the other side of the road. Um, and the number of people that are mulling around it. going towards the the front of the line where I can assume he's part of the car crash. You can hear his voice. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, that doesn't make me feel like any more relieved. It's, it means, oh, it was not a car crash between him and the caravan. I don't have to get rid of a, of a cadaver that was already a cadaver in the middle of these people. It's, it's already like super awful as it is. I know. I I just approach. Okay. What happened here? Like if anyone that can be around. You'd see him making mm -hmm. his approach. No one else is responding. Everyone's going in and out. Um, the people that have helped, uh, a lot of people are leaving the scene. Um, there's a few people that are approaching the scene and just driving around it. Um. And a few people are there just gulping. The few people that are active are the ones that were helping you um, get the uh, bodies out. And you can see the line of them next to the vehicle. I just approach him. What happened here? You can hear sirens in the distance. Karis As a f warning there are still people mulling around If this is going to be a discussion oh, you're okay. going to have You might okay. want to move Okay um, uh, Let's get, is, is his car trapped? No, it's on the other side of the barriers He stopped a lot Because you've got the dual carriageway So you've got one coming one way and one coming the other way um, He was following her down this road and then oh, she swerved of off, went that over. Direction. So he stopped there and then went over to the other side of the road. So and of course, traffic is stopped in both directions for security. Well, yeah, they've stopped in the other way because his car is blocking it's, one It's like route. the first car on the line. Yeah. So but he could but the police haven't arrived yet. No, but you can hear the sirens rapidly approaching. Let's, let's leave. Let's, what time is it? Uh, this point, something? you're... It's... Just gone three. You haven't been there too long. It's probably between quarter past and half past three in the morning. Go, go, let's go, let's go. I go and jump into his car. Make sure the guitar's okay. Like, like. Hmm. Make sure that the guitar's okay. Um. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I'll, I'll stop him before he goes. Seen, I'm speaking quietly to him. We have been seen near the events of this crash. 
we have been seeing talking to the people in this crash. The police will be here in a minute. They will want to know what happened. And you should let them know the truth. What nuts. Andrew, them at ease. Andrew killed himself and strangled a security guy, a security guard. <laughs> and I have all the records of the security footage. We can leave. Is Carrie's okay? Kids, okay. You can see all of them. Why would you want us to stay? I don't want the police to come asking for statements. You should give it to now. What statement could I give the police? What everyone saw? That Andrew ran, was detained, and then killed himself after killing a guard? I was not outside here. There is pretty much nothing we can do. Let them try to figure out what happened without the security footage. Okay. Let's go. I sit on the passenger seat and start sailing, telling him, like, like, I could find you because <clears throat> there were tracks on the grass. Like, it's pretty clear that she was driving wild. What we need to do when we get whatever is to make sure that your license and registration were not, you know, checked by anybody else but at that time I really doubt it the only place where they, they could be is in the footage and I have that what happened she lost control of the car how did she end up on the other side she was scared and driving erratically and well I just had to it's exactly what I did not want to happen. But Andrew was an idiot. And his wife was super scared. And oh my god. It's not exactly what I wanted to happen either, Moses. You just wanted to have a conversation with them. And scare the living shit lights of them. And have them understand that if they wanted their family to live, they should stay in London. Not leave London. And then we can figure out a way, a way to shut him up. I wanted to have a chat with him. Oh my god. Why the fuck did he run? And why did he kill the guard and kill himself? Wait, stop. Yeah. You pull into the side. And I'm trying now to remember every single detail in Andrew's in Andrew's crime scene. 
he's the security guard and him, but nothing else that you could see. So I didn't see Keep anything. Keep in mind that when you saw this, you urged him out of the room, and even with your high successes, you fed. Mm hmm. And, and you downloaded took, took the everything. Download. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he but literally I, went and got I, a phone and came back. Yeah, I, so. I wouldn't have missed something like a uh, him writing in blood somewhere. He was already fainting. From what you could see, he was strangled with the cord still around his neck, slumped against the door, which is what had to be pushed out of the way. And Andrew was on your side of the desk mm -hmm. with his wrist cut open with the a letter opener next to him. Yeah, didn't touch any of that. I'm just, I'm you didn't look around the rest of the room. Sorry? You literally, you didn't look around the rest of the room. No, you no. just came in. You that, that's why I'm, I'm trying like to call yeah. it. You know, because so, that, that, this is the moment in which you say like, what, what did I miss anything? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit. Well, from what you could see, you didn't miss anything, but you did not check the whole room. So, from what you could see, nothing was left. If, well, if there are any messes. They are not breaches of the masquerade. Some weird Good. shit happened, but nothing supernatural. What was it? Car accident, family, apparently on the run. A guy seen shoplifting and then in a murder suicide thing. It was. It's grim. It's, it's awful. It's, it's. But it's not a masquerade breach. Then we have done our job. Then this job sucks ass. You pull away and begin making your way back. Where are you heading? Um. What time is it? At this point, um, it's between half three and four in the morning, so you haven't got long. Okay. You could head back to either the church or you could head back to your own haven. Mm. But if you were intending on catching the constable, she's likely to be at the church. Yeah. Is is there places to stay in the church? Yeah. Okay. Downstairs. Then then I'll go to the church. Okay, so you make an easy route there. You know the, the quickest ways from pretty much most of the places in the city to get back to where the constable is. And although she has plenty of places where she can reside, um, whenever this kind of work is issued, you know that she'll stay in the church. Um, and you pull up in the same place where you put your car previously and climb out. You can feel the lethargic heaviness coming over you but you got a little bit of time before the sun goes down so you've got about an hour sun goes up sun goes exactly. up <laughs> eternal night um <laughs> okay um the train may have been working on don't worry well i would say to moses um there are places to stay in the church come uh, whatever So you make your way into the church, mm -hmm. um, and there is uh, Father Jeremiah, who is 
uh, lying on the front pew. Um, he looks quite pale. Um, he's moving, he's breathing, but he is very pale. Um, and there is no sign of the constable, but you can tell that she is here. Um, because you also know that there are certain individuals that she will feed from, um, and she is possessive over. Um, so if he does look like he's just been fed on, she's likely to be close. Okay. Um, is there a place that I would usually go to find her? Yeah, in the back room where he normally prepares. But if she is readying to sleep, you're probably more likely to go down to the converted cafe underneath, but it's been locked off pretty much since Jacqueline's come there. Okay. Um, you also remember the conversation that the resulted in that area being locked off. Okay. And the plans that are being set in motion to re-renovate and get rid of what she found to be deeply offensive. Um, okay. So that area is not open to people. Okay. Um, so you said there was about an hour left before sunrise. Yeah. Do I know whether the constable would rather <coughs> find and give her the news now or wait until I, I, I... You'd be more likely if she wants, if she intended on hearing back, she'd probably be up still. Okay. Or Around. accessible. Okay. Yeah. 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 Available, yeah. Yes. Stay here tonight. We will report to the constable in the morning. Or in the evening. Okay. Where? Close to the entrance, there's uh, a velvet rope, which is basically sectioned off a stairway which goes down into. Uh, essentially a cafe restaurant type thing that had been set up in the catacombs and it's clear from the amount of dust down there that it's not been an accessible to people for a while um, not ages and ages the the uh, assortment is too modern to be that old but it's definitely not been touched for almost a year for the amount of dust that's built, built up but there is no sunlight that reaches down here so any place, yeah, just find a corner in which I sit, sit down and think and pray and think and think again. Um, Gideon will probably stay in the church and pray for a bit and then make his way down. Okay. So before too long, mm -hmm. the heaviness in your limbs intensifies, <clears throat> your movements become sluggish, your reactions, your senses become dim. And then wherever you end up lying, mm. you just stop functioning. Mm. So I need a rouse check from everybody. Are you doing there? Oh, What's your current the levels of hunger, by the way? Uh, uh, currently, well, we'll find out. Two at the moment. Two. Three. I wasn't God two. damn it. I'm not no, hungry. Hungry. So two, two, yeah. three. Three. Four. Four. The one person that should not be hungry. Being a hound, emotions. Yeah. Next time, I'm not the rapid response team. I don't. I don't like that job description. Well, do you want to tell that to the constable? You think Moses is not gonna tell her? You're damn right he's not gonna tell her. 
This is the social combat moment. You're briming, you're ready. <laughs> Was that a no? <laughs> Let me get my dice. <laughs> What's that? 20 dice pool? <laughs> no successes! <laughs> Willpower. Anyway. <laughs> Benjamin. Hello. Not for the first time you wake up in a bathtub. Yeah. It's more comfortable because of the amount of towels that have been put down, but it's still not comfortable, mm. um, especially since the rigor mortis unsettles in your limbs and everything is difficult to move anyway. Um, the first thing that you become aware of is the fact that you are hungrier. Mm. And that becomes apparent because before you hear the meowing at the door, you hear the <coughs> that is just on the cusp of your hearing. Mm. Uh, and in the absence of the headache, it's so much clearer. And it's as though your body is naturally switched on your heightened senses the moment you wake, almost as though the beast is instinctively driving you towards that. Whether or not you keep it up is entirely up to you. Okay. But you can hear movement out the side of the door. And it takes you a few moments to recognize that your fangs will already come out and you've jutted them back in instinctively. Yeah, I will let heightened senses down for now because I don't want to get too excited by, you know, the sound of blood rushing through veins and hearts beating whilst I'm in this hotel room. Um, and my headache's gone. Mm -hmm. How dreamlike or how clear was that last interaction before I went to sleep still in my memory? Very clear. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> cool. So I will, um, in that case, I will... Um, I will knock a couple of times just to signify that I'm about to come out, and then I will unlock and open the bathroom door. As you step out, uh, immediately, Fagin goes between your legs, rubs up against them, moves into the uh, bathroom. Yeah. Seems to have a very quick look around and then just scurry straight back out. Sure. Um, the bed is not slept in, um, but Amelia is there. She sat at the desk. Um, and she looks around as you come out uh, with the darkness having reset. The towels and everything have already been removed um, and reset. The room looks pretty much as it was. Mm. Um, and she's removed the chair from the door, which she has now sat on. Okay. I'll say to her, um, I, I have to go and attend to some things. I think as soon as we can find a place that is safe, the better. Do you need anything? Cat food, but I can pick that up. Is there anything you need that you can't get, that you need help with? Um, not off the top of my head. As I said, there's a chance I'll be seeing Edmund tonight. If things go badly, there's a chance that things will go very badly. Then find Danielle. If I don't come back. Okay. 
And on that cheery note, I'm going to uh, leave her here. And I am going to go to the cross... Actually, no, I am... I am going to go to the cross hands, but I need to feed. <laughs> not an animal. Yeah, not a cat. This cat is going to outlive us all. That was that was a friend who. That is true. Oh, the cat food. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's him pointing to the ball and rubbing his stomach. Yeah. <laughs> I've got people to deal with this shit for me now. <laughs> um, so I will. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I leave the hotel room. Um, it is our domain still? Because I know that there's a lot of increased police presence in London generally, but I'm assuming it's more focused around like the explosions sites. Yes. I mean, there are there is still a police presence in your area because it was, you know, the event of a stabbing, yeah, uh, and other bits and pieces. But the it's when you get closer to the explosion sites that there's a lot of activity. Um, so. Around those sites, it's normally like a plus two hunt increase. Around yours, it's probably about a plus one. Oh, God. Okay, well, I'll go back to the cross hands first. I think that's okay. my first thing I'm going to do, because I, I can at least talk to Katya there and Jim and see what's going on. Because I'm supposed to meet her there. Um, so that's what I'll do first. I will be keeping an eye out on route if I... <coughs> If I see any, uh, it's very unlikely, but should any kind of golden hunting opportunities present themselves, I'm not above taking them. Okay. But otherwise, I'm just going to go to the cross hands. All right. Okay. So you start making your way back towards the cross Yes. Yeah. Where you have been waking up. Yeah. And are you making any rolls? <clears throat> well, I have healed one point of aggravation, so I'm no longer impaired. Fuck. Um, when did you roll them? Okay, so, the uh, so the check, four dice, so that's why I went from two to four. <laughs> okay, four weren't you already? Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So you've healed one. I've healed one aggravated, yeah. Okay. Four. Um, so I get slowly, still headlock pain, slide out from under the bed, and try and, f try and figure out where the hell I managed to heal. Okay. Because I wouldn't be sure where the hell I managed to heal. Hopefully somewhere thankfully hasn't tusk has gone, but the yeah. tusk has gone. The hole in your face hasn't, but the tusk has. Um, the most severe of your injuries has started to heal. Um, partially around the neck, partially around the gut. Um, so your maneuverability is better, which is why you're not impaired anymore. But nothing is healed completely yet. You've still got a ways to go. Um, and the beast is rejoicing in the fact that you are slipping um, and it's clear in every beating of the heart that you can hear throughout the building and what are you doing at the early hours as you are recovering I'm going to uh, recognise that I'm really feeling um Send a text to both Katia and Benjamin asking where they are. If, uh, if they would be in mind to uh, lend a hand. There is a response. Bzzzed. With? Usual issue. 
gym. Yeah. Can I come in? Yeah, come in. Katia steps in. Well, you're looking slightly better. Yeah. A little, but... I got a long way to go. Yes, and you can't really go out hunting in that state. No. I go to the, mm. uh... Request for assistance. I sent one to... a message to Ben as well. Is he on his way? I haven't had any response from as of yet. Of course, I have no... I, at the moment, have no in contact Moses, so... Okay, well, if he does get back, I recommend he and I go and... secure you a means of feeding, and then... I need to have a chat with Ben, so... Yeah. Stay put, and... keep sending messages until he replies. Which means I then call Ben. Puts it in a jar. Yeah, just call him Ben. Am I in the car yet, or am I just making? Am I still? Probably leaving the house because this is just when he yeah. was waking up. Okay, I'll answer the phone. Yes. Are you on your way back to uh, our usual hiding hole? Yes. Yeah. Uh... I got your text. Yeah. Katia's, uh, Katia would like your uh, help with the help. She's here. I'll be there. You okay? I'll be there soon. Click. Ben? He's on his way. Um, not sure he's fully okay, but then again. When is he ever? Yeah. She turns and walks off. So you're making your way straight there? Yeah, yeah. You keep your eyes open for opportunities, but there's not that many. No, it's fine. At um, this point in the evening, there are still quite a few people about. Um, and by the time you manage to find one or two potential options, you're already closing in on the crosshands. So you pull up and begin making your way in, and you can hear the door unlock as Ben steps in. Uh, Mrs. Morovsky hasn't gotten up to uh, sit at the desk. She hasn't been seen mo most of the evening. You know she's alive <laughs> because you can hear her. Um, but she's inactive. You haven't seen her for the time that you've been in. Um, she seems to be sleeping longer. So, so make... you step into an empty lobby. Yeah. Well, I'll shut the door behind me and I will make my way, I suppose, up to, well, up towards Jim and or Katia, depending on who I encounter first, really. So, Jim's the first one you'd encounter? Yeah, I'll knock on the door. Come okay, in. Yeah, I'll step inside. Shut the door behind me. Uh, it's gone. Yeah. Caught on the face, John. That'll heal. Is that... Is that like our teeth for you? What? The uh, dusk? Mm. <laughs> well. Can you. Can you make it grow like the teeth? Uh, a difference between uh, different clans. You are aware that uh, 
Plus your clan is known as the Mad. Yes. No. I've heard some people say that. Yeah. But not in polite company. Yeah. Well, as mine is known, others the feral so ones. For so reason. Uh, uh, fucking nightmare. Does he look hungry to me, by the way? I know I've specialised in this particular skill. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have like a special type of awareness or whatever. Yeah, 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 like yeah, hungry yeah. games. Is, is it three points? I don't know. You look hungry. Which is why I've uh, requested aid from you and Katia. What do you expect us to do? Well, Katia, uh, uh, talk to Katia ourselves, and I get up and start slowly moving. There are lots of police. I'm aware. But, uh, can I see how hungry he is? <laughs> He's almost never really hungry. Yeah. We all need to feed at some point and uh, Yes. Again. With the ship going down. <laughs> I need to uh, at least try to protect you, her that one. Are we stepping out of your room at this point, or are we still in your room? Uh, just kind of moving towards the door. Okay. You can hear the footsteps of Katia approaching. Oh, okay. Um, and she's already got her coat on that she's pulling. Um, she's pulling over her shoulders. Ben. Yeah, it's effective. I'm glad you're prompt. We need to head out and get Jim uh, some food. I don't really want him going out like that, especially with the police. Do you have a plan? Well, not exactly, but we can do things more subtly than... Precisely what I asked. Unless you do? No. I'm getting hungry too. Fantastic. We can always head back to... Suppose, for lack of any better plans, we can wander around and see if we can see anyone that's amenable to the idea of It's not just my job to come up with thinking, you know, Ben. Plans. Communal, yes? I tried to avoid this. I told you. Uh-huh. Well, for better or worse, we're in the position now, so we need to get him fed before he loses his shit again. Sorry, Jim, but it's true. I'm aware. But, uh... We could buy some dogs. That's not going to happen. For a start, I don't think we can have dogs in this building. And I don't particularly relish the idea of snacking on them. I mean for Jim. That's an even worse plan. 
Um, At least with us, they might survive. Yeah. Do you, have you ever fed on a dog? No. I don't want to feed on a dog. No, you don't. But this is our home and you want to bring people here. What if you lose control? Here. Well, and what do you recommend? If he can't feed here, he has to go out. And going out looking like that... I recommended being patient. That's what I recommended. Mm. You have never been as fucked up as I am now. I've never been as fucked up as I am now. Uh, you can't protect have... us if you breach the masquerade here. I thought I made it clear. Moses... Moses' door is still burst. We can get through the underground there. Uh, and then... Lure someone down down there. I mean, there's always residents if you're feeling particularly desperate. Yeah, that's a... Last case scenario. Do you think you can control yourself? Because we you can't. Feed? If you lose control. I'm aware. Because I, I don't like the thought of you feeding here if something goes wrong. That's why I'm suggesting under, uh, me being underground. In the we could always stake you and take you somewhere. I'm just voicing ideas. <laughs> <laughs> to, sorry, does Benjamin know about that? I know he knows that Moses was staked at one point, but does he understand how staking works? I'm assuming he doesn't. No. Okay. I'll say, what would happen if we did that? Would he die? Unfortunately, no. We... <laughs> um, if you are um, staked, you become paralysed and... Uh, kind of like in a stasis, but once the stake is removed, you wake back up. So... How would that help us? Well, it means that he couldn't... Oh, we have two options. He either doesn't feed and gets worse and can't heal, or we come up with a solution. Why not kill some dogs? Or something else? We have to dispose of the corpses. Doable, but it'll take quite a lot of dogs. How many dogs? If this is the plan, you can count me out. Otherwise, we go away from here through the tunnels and then find someone. I suppose. Mm -hmm. In lieu of any other option, that's probably the best course. Mm -hmm. Well, if we're doing this, we should do this because yeah. we've got things we need to do. Yes. And uh, we all probably need some feeding. Where's Moses? Hell if I know. I don't know. So doing Mosesy things then. At least someone's being productive. <laughs> I need to speak to him, actually. <laughs> That's for life. Right, let's get on with it. And she starts moving off towards Moses' room. 
Jim, when are you going to fix this door? Alright, just move in. Right, and she steps off down the stairs. I'll say quietly to her, I'll do it. No, it's not your job to. Jim, before the end of the week, get the door fixed. I'll try and figure someone out there. Busk if you have to. <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> she opens up the door to the sewers and steps in. Yeah, I'm fine. So, what is the overall plan? <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> deflating moment. Um, are you going to try and snatch someone? You're going to try and get to a residential? I think. Uh, are you going to try going to a club? The thing is, is that Benjamin is also hungry and doesn't want to push things. If you get a critical win, I'll let you have two people. <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, there's only one person who's rolling crit wins tonight, and it's not me. So I'm. Yeah, someone's hogging them. So is Katya suggesting that she's going to try and persuade someone to come with us? If that's what you want her to do. Um, the best option. Uh. Yeah, okay. I'll um I'll say to her I might be able to get someone here, but not while I'm hungry. So perhaps Didn't you find rats down the tunnel? Yeah. No. Well, there the... you go then. Catch enough of them and you're not hungry anymore. Ooh, that's a lot of rats. I'm not eating Or is it only dogs that you'll eat? I'm not eating dogs. I'm not eating rats. As always, cats, but... Uh... Didn't you just get a cat? You had a cat? No. Did no you? I don't think she... Then, then no, no, she doesn't say that. No. She just gives you a kind of sour look and just walks on. Yeah. Oh yeah, you, you went straight to... Yeah. 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 You, you gave it immediately to Amelia, yeah. yeah. I thought you had you brought it to... No. God, to no. Cross, I want this cat to live. I'm not bringing it anywhere near you guys. <laughs> 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 Come on, you know Moses' room is pet friendly? How about no. kill Moses' pet? <laughs> no, hey, hey. Someone killed Foggy out there, but the room, I mean, Foggy, Rick and Morty, pet friendly. Pets can be there and enjoy. And Keep get caught in traps by Mrs. Morovsky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that. She said that. That's why I haven't seen them. So, um... Little squeakers. Oh shit, do we need to put that on the board? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm surprised you haven't already. Rick and Morty. You could just Mrs. have a Moses yeah. pet corner. Be great, we can have... Mrs. Yeah. Minovsky in the board of the <laughs> dead. In the, in the, in the, as the killer. I think it's going to fill up very fast around yeah. her. Anyway, <laughs> that's time for it. That's, that's for okay. another day. She's women's sire. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, How do you know? I think... Uh, I think Sorry. Benjamin is going to let Katia lead this um, and will support unless the plan seems really dire. All right, come on. But you keep doing this and you're going to owe me. I'm aware. You keep saying that, Jim. Oh, Ross, Jim, for her. 
three hungry vampires are also like Right, so are you both assisting her? Oh yeah, I'll assist. assist. Yeah, if, if possible, I'll assist her. Because with six successes, you can find someone in the sewers. Blimey. That's a maintenance worker. Oh, wow. Yeah, someone repairing the line, someone... As she's walking with her hands in the pockets, moving through, she stops and backpedals and looks down the passage. And as she can see someone walk past, she flags you both down to stop, and then points at you, points down the passage, points at you, points down the other passage. Okay. That's what she says. Yep. I'll almost certainly be starting of death, by the way, at this point. Mm -hmm. So she starts moving up towards them. And then, with a... Excuse me. Sorry to interrupt. Um, do you know where the bathroom is? As you both leap on him. <laughs> <laughs> um, with, as promised, with a crit win. Because she did get a crit win. Um, the moment that you leap out and you grab hold of the first worker. A second one comes out the doors with a coffee, lifts and goes... The moment he sees it, you leap on him as well. So you don't need to make a check how much you can take. I'm going to take two. Okay, you take two. Slow feed. Slow how feed, gentle feed. How much are you planning on taking? I'm going to try and take two. Make your roll. I think it's four pound plus one. Oh, sure. Yes, one pound roll. Yes. Or four successes. Okay. So, I'm proud of you. You're growing. Nice. Between the two of you, in your simultaneous tackling of these uh, <laughs> confused-looking men, uh, you leap on them and immediately begin to feed. And the stink of the sewer tunnels is overwhelmed by the pleasurable sensation of the kiss. And... You feel the blood rush down your bodies. You feel the euphoria begin to set in. And even though your beast is screaming in your head to keep taking, keep taking, you need more. And even the beast in yours is giving mm. that subtle urging. Yeah. You both just stamp it out, feed, and then withdraw your fangs and lick injuries closed. And then the room that they just come out from, um, Katia holds the door open and you take them both in, sit them down on the chairs as they're very, very, very slowly just beginning to try and refocus. And then she shuts the door behind. Mm -hmm. Well, that went well. Yes, yeah, I'll, I'll. <laughs> And she starts yeah. moving off with you um, back in the direction of the cross dance. Mm -hmm. yeah. We didn't have to poach this time, guys. Also, chances are these two guys are gonna raise the leg. We did. Cassie say that? Yes. I'll say you poached before. I think everybody in this coterie has punched before, apart from me. I'll shake my head. I haven't. I wouldn't break the rules. Good for you, Ben. Yes. She keeps walking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and you return to the cross stance. Uh, no, you've gone for 30 minutes and you've managed to achieve it. That's ridiculous. Why do I only get critical wins 
when it's you guys. Because <laughs> Katia rocks. You realise that Rachel is doing some kind of ritual somewhere at home. Yeah. Like, Come on, Katia, you've got this. <laughs> no breaches. No. Channeling the inner Katia. Um, so you return back to the cross towns. Um, the moment you walk through, um, Katia says to you, So, this ritual, when are we doing it, Ben? That's why I came. So we're doing it now. You said that we had to go to get your things and go to Sabine. Excellent. Well, I sent a message to Sabine when I woke up. Um, I know where she is, so as soon as you're ready, we can go. She's only going to be there for the next two hours, so we need to be prompt. I'm ready now. Okay. Do you need anything else, Jim? I'll be fine now, thank you. Okay. Do you have any tools? Fix the door. She marches up the stairs. Go with Katia. Mm -hmm. So she moves back over towards <laughs> your car. So here is the address, and she passes it over to you. And it's for a place called the Gilded Mark. It's outside of your territory. Mm -hmm. um, it's within a couple of streets of Hyde Park. Okay. So you begin making your way there. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't take you too long to get there. At this time, there's quite a few people that are, um, it being Monday, most people are not, they likely would have gone out on the weekend if they're gonna go anywhere. And at this time, most people are settling in for another long week of work. Um, so aside from the few people that have different types of shift patterns, there's not a lot of traffic. And before long, you pull up to what looks to be quite a discreet bar. Um, tastefully done and as you step up the, uh, the stairs and go inside it looks as though it is uh, steampunk themed um, there is a guy on a, a table uh, that as you go up the stairs it leads out there's bathrooms close by um, and with his top hat he stops and looks up at you sees you coming in and then looks over at Katia sees her and then ticks something off and then just points over his shoulder and Katia just nods and walks through. Cool, go with that. And this long uh, rectangular room, this is not a big place and based upon the number of people that are in here that are all dressed up in a similar fashion it looks um, if it's kind of one of those places where you can immediately tell it's going to be pricey and that's what keeps it open but it's more selective about the people that comes in you can tell that alone by the person on the door and the fact that you had to tick something off from the list um, but despite that it's doing quite well there's uh, themed decoration the menu is themed the cocktails which are written up on the board are all uh, themed off of uh, old type of books like um, journey to the center of the earth and similar types mm -hmm. and as you're wandering through and having a look there is uh, movement off the corner, and as you look around, Katia moves up and greets Sabine, who is sat in a long um, dress that she has just sat over in the corner with her arm over the back of the seat, just observing hmm. uh, people. There is a few people that are sat speaking to her, and then the moment she sees Katia, she just gestures to them subtly, and they get up and they move off. And they look like they work in the place, but they, the moment that they shift off, she smiles and then just gestures for you to join her. Mm -hmm. And Katia immediately takes a seat. So we're we in a public space here. Or do I feel like it's, like, is it safe to talk here or do I think it, we have to keep conversation? There are one or two people here, whether or not it's public. Okay. You don't know. Hello, Benjamin. Hello. 
So I understand that you require my help, darling, with a problem. Is that correct? Katia says to help with another problem that you need to help me first. That's what she said. I'll look at Katia for confirmation. Yes, it's the thing that we spoke about. Well, in the interest of cutting to the chase, I'm feeling the need to go to the bathroom. Two minutes and you follow. Yes. They won't say anything to you. And she gets up and moves back towards it. She has a, a purse that she clips shut and moves off towards the bathroom. As she steps around, she leans in and whispers something to the guy behind the desk and he immediately gets up and walks away from the entrance and goes behind the bar and starts making a cocktail. And she opens up the door. Um, it's a unisex bathroom. She opens up the door and just steps in and shuts the door. Okay. I'll wait for two minutes. Katia is obsessing over the menu and all the references. And... As soon as someone walks past, she flags them down and just starts discussing the menu with them and they quite enthusiastically sit down and just start talking it over. And the moment that she's lost to that, you count the minutes down on the clock on the wall, mm. which is, again, done like a old-style machinery. Mm -hmm. um, and then the moment it hits two minutes, I'm guessing you get up and go. Yeah. Okay. So you move off towards the bathroom and mm. it's a... Uh, disabled unisex bathroom, mm -hmm. which is or done out like a disabled bathroom. Uh, it won't serve that purpose because there's stairs leading up. However, as you open the door and step in, uh, Sabine uh, is sat against the um, with the lid down, sat atop the toilet, and behind her is the clutch bag, and she has a knife um, and a small vial. Close the door. I'll do so. Okay. So you're on, you are aware of what I need to do? How in-depth has Katia been with you? She says you need my blood. Anything else that she said? She said it will help. Learn if I am influenced, I think. Okay. She gets up, moves past you, and locks the door. <clears throat> Pulls out the vial. Oh, as in for me to fill it? For your hand. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh. The moment that you pull it, she puts the vial underneath, and then with the knife just... <clears throat> if you would, please. So I'll make the blood start to drip. Rouse check. No, hunger tea. Bring me back the love. The blood begins dribbling out, and expertly she catches every drop of it so until as, the vial is filled. As that's happening, I'll say to her, um, "You believed me about Edmund, didn't you?" Of course, darling. Why would you lie about that? And she files it, and then she brings out another one and puts it underneath the cut. And then, as a kind of subtle prompt, twist your arm. Okay. It's still going. It's the same amount, but these are small vials, so she's catching it all. 
do you know and every what time happened? your arm starts to drift she shuffles so it do you know what place. happened afterwards with the constable what and when we went to go and see yes what particular bit darling where keep your hand still we found him i'll keep my hand very still now when we found him and then when he took us to the other one <clears throat> Well, you were there as well, darling. You saw everything that happened. Perhaps you can tell me what happened. The way you described it was not what I was expecting to see. That's another bar. I mean, after we left you there, we went, we found Stop. him. You can lick that now. And he, um... Moves back over to the bush, puts them in, seals it with a clip. He spoke to the constable apologetically. And then took us to a place, that other place I'd found marked. He took us there, and there was another kindred hanging from the ceiling. Occupied. You were saying? There was another kindred from the, uh, suspended from the ceiling by chains. Have you heard about this? Work on the assumption that I haven't, darling. Fill my ears. They said his name was Alexander. That he was a leader of the Sabbat in London. And that Edmund had captured him. And then the constable left. But then, when she had gone, he said something to me. He said that I was not ready for what was coming and that by the time I realised what was happening, it would be too late. He said this to you? He said those words to me. I have to see him tonight. Can I ask something personal, darling? In your time with Edmund before this, <coughs> did he ever feed you blood? Yes. Occupied. Yes, he said it, bring, it, it would bring us closer together. How often did he do this? Sorry, ST, how often did he do it? Monthly. I'll say every month. There was a special cup. I didn't know about the blood then, Katia told me since. She told me yesterday. In return for the help that I've offered, and that I will do for you tonight, and I'll make it a priority, I wish to ask something and I wish you to be entirely honest with me. Describe your feelings towards Edmund. Now. I... I'm scared of him. I, I feel like he has lost himself and that the gallery was too much. He's not himself now. I want to help him. I want to help him. I don't know how. That's why I came to you. He, 
sometimes I see things or I know things, I'm told that is because of my clan, my blood. But now, when we went to see him with the constable, after we had left you, my, my instincts wanted me to run. I've never felt that before. So when did this change? When did you feel different? It was all that night, the night I came to you. No, yes, the night I came to you. After everything happened there at that storage place and I had to deliver that letter. And when I left there, I realized the things he was doing, the things he wanted me to do, suddenly I, I, I knew he, I knew he was wrong. And then when I saw the Sabbat, I knew, I knew this was all a mistake and I had to do something. And that's when I came to you. Thank you, darling. If you'll excuse me. Goes over, unclips the door, reaches out, grabs the individual, pulls them in, and bites. As soon as the door is shut. And the portly individual that she drags in is completely caught off guard by the sheer strength with which she pulls him through the gap. And as he's turning around to yell, she sinks her teeth in. And you are witness to her feeding. Surprisingly vicious. Um, but as he starts to go limp, she pulls her mouth away. Licks the wound closed and then just shoves him onto the floor. Is he just looking like he's in a stupor or is it like she's killed him? No, she, she's, he's definitely not killed him. Oh, good. Right. Okay. Um, you get the feeling that she probably bit him more to shut him up than anything yes. else. Um, and if she had a bit of blood in the process. She goes over to the mirror. Or rather, goes up to the individual, opens up his mouth reluctantly, wipes a finger across it and... <laughs> I know she could use a tap, but... Shush. <laughs> I thank you for this. You've given me a lot to think about. I think we're going to get on very well. I hope so. Do you... I know he isn't your friend, but do you think you can help him? Definitely, darling. I'll do my best. Then, if there's anything I can do... I'll let you know. Speak to Katia. You can get my number. <coughs> Please, darling, I am quite a busy individual. Only call us if you do need me. Yes. I'll, um... I, I'm assuming she's dismissing me at this point. She's unclasped the door, stepped out, guides you 
guides you out of the door and shuts it, moves back over to the bar where the individual was, uh, that was manning it has been having a drink. She leans in and just whispers to him and he looks at her and then nods. And then he moves over towards the bathroom door, opens it and steps inside. And then she, brushing herself off, moves back over to Katia and then takes a seat. Now, I'd like to have some time with Katia for me. Yes. Hi. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. So I can climb my head. Get out of Tremereville. <laughs> um, I will probably phone Moses next. Okay. I appreciate things may happen before then, but... A uh, mm. couple of hours in the past. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> like the way, me There's no the, pleasing you, Miss Unreason, is there? <laughs> no, there's not. You remember? You reminded me of the. Wayne's Technically, world. every vampire does. Okay. The, what? Sorry. What was the question? Sorry. No, the comment is they both, both suck. suck. So. Yeah. yeah. So. Wayne's <laughs> <world>. <laughs> So, you begin waking up. Um, and your memories of, um. Your memories of the previous night. Two is spelt two zeros. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm also a grammar Nazi. Um, I'm not. Please don't flame me. Um, <laughs> you wake up um, before Gideon does. Not uh, yeah. With, before Gideon does, and it's still there. Lights off, I assume. Everything is like shut off. There's a light on. Sorry? There's a light on. Where? Downstairs where you are. And there's someone sat um, on the steps. Ooh. Ooh. I, I walk into a corner in the shadows. It's the father. Ooh. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, okay? Um, I, I, um... I tried to go to a corner in the shadows and obfuscate. Is the father looking at me? Yes. Hi. Good evening, Gideon. I assume it's safe to talk. Uh, yes. She's getting ready. Um, do you require anything? Um, d d what does he mean by this? Is this a... I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um... We have a word with the constable. And... Can I get a priest for confession? Preferably someone that doesn't see my face. Is this what you're saying to him? I'm the only... Uh, 
practitioner here. I'm sure that she could take your confession if you require someone else. And one who's ordained will do. Or anointed. She's significantly better, I assure you. Okay. Well, I think we have news for her. She requests that you return the sword. To her now, or to you? Yes. No, no, no. Not to me. To her. And she will be upstairs when she's ready. Be out by the handle. And he steps back up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Start walking towards the stairs. You going up as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. You go up into the room and you catch him as he's moving off past the altar, um, going into the side room. Um, there is discussion inside um, in French that you can hear, <coughs> um, but you catch the tail end of it. And then after a few minutes, um, she steps out uh, wearing a white blouse and jeans. Um, and as she is pulling on gloves, she looks over at you both. curtsy and I offer her her dark case with the sword inside she takes it she lays it out uh, at the foot of the altar and opens it well it's it's surrounded with some towels and you know keep it clean and and tidy and also not bumping again and all that stuff but that's pretty much it nothing has changed and then she says in French without looking around at you get in the door um, yeah. <clears throat> so you go and shut them, and mm-hmm. then you put across mm-hmm. the the bolt that seals it in place, and then only then does she take out the sword, um, and you recognise the sword easily, um, and she takes it and just looks at it, and turns it to the sheath that it comes in, and then rewraps the uh, the belt that it's attached to, quite a faded old leather belt that she just wraps it around, and then she sets it at the foot of the altar. And in French, mm-hmm. she speaks to you again. Mm-hmm. How did it go? Our job has been done. There should be nothing to trace us to the events of Leslie. She goes and sits down. Mm-hmm. Tell me everything. She's still speaking in French. 99% of what she says is in French. Okay. I, it's safer to assume that anything she says is in French unless I say it's in English. Mm-hmm. From the beginning of the night? Well, 
After calling for Moses, I awaited his arrival. He was a little late. Very little. We headed out to in the direction that we had heard the two individuals were heading and found them at a service station along the A2. They were very scared and startled. They would not talk to us and it seems that they recognised They split up. Um, their family had already arrived with them. And Keris drove away whilst Andrew ran. Moses followed in pursuit of Andrew, and I in pursuit of. Can you follow what I'm saying? Un poquito. Un petit. Mm. Yes. We. Oui. Did you understand what he just told me? If he said it all in French, I'm guessing about 30%, 40% must have made sense. Tell me everything that happened. She says it slowly, mm. but still in French, in your words. And then she looks to you, confirm. So from the start? Oui. Okay, um, so I got here <clears throat> and Gideon told me that there were two people, one Andrew and one Caris that had been involved in the incident. No, they had witnessed the incident of the Savannah attack at the shopping gallery. So we were going there. He showed me your letter. So it, it, I was, I was in the way trying to have a conversation with them to understand if that meant killing them or if that just meant what, what the letter said remove them, deal with them, it don't matter. We arrived to the service, they had already gone together with their family. There was a baby and, um, and Andrew was going to the service, so we, we tried to talk to them, well, we tried to get them separated from their family so we could talk to them but we split so he could keep an eye on Carries, like keep an eye on Andrew and then all of a sudden when Andrew's coming out of the place for some reason he seems to recognize me or someone in the door or I don't know he just looks at me and starts running 
So I just run behind him um, and make a little bit of a fuss. There's some people, so I figure, hey, if I get to stop him. So I got him stopped by security. And I figured while the, they sorted that out, we could have, buy some time to see if we could talk to Karis. I don't know what happened outside. He didn't tell me that they drove off. Um, I assume he tried to call them and it was their sort of code. They also, they texted this to each other and I show her the text that I forwarded to me with some childish names and everything. So they probably had like a code. Um, what Keep it. Okay. <clears throat> and I have the Keep it. Um, and um, they, I tried to get in a, a hold of Carrie's over Andrew's phone while he was being restrained. Um, that way I could have tried to negotiate her away from her family. Couldn't do it. Spoke to a kid who hung up. So when I went outside, Andrew had been taken to the security office. And he... The place was locked. No one was answering. I was trying to do my job. Turns out, Andrew killed the security guard using the phone the landline by garroting him or I don't know and then with a hidden letter opener that he had he cut his wrist slash his wrist open suicide yes continue I, I've been thinking about it um, they didn't even give us a chance to talk to them we didn't know what they saw. I wanted to interrogate them or at least ask them. I wanted to know what they had seen. If they reacted as they did, they saw enough. The work you do is bigger than your own morals. It feels so wrong. It's not up to us what we do. We are agents of God. Oh. Did the children survive? Then they are at his side. Confirm. Everything is true. She moves to her feet, places a hand on your forehead. And then takes your hand and leads you towards the back room. And she opens the door and guides you in. 
nods to you, points towards the doors, and then shuts the door behind her. And as she turns to you, she immediately brushes the tears off your face, the bloody tears. And the Jeremiah, who is sat at the disc, looks over at her, looks over at something on the wall, and then gets up to move towards it, and she just stops him and just sits him down. God tests us. Your faith must be strong. Is your faith strong? My faith is strong. The one who's used this wiggling is me. It's just the rest of me. I believe that God has a plan for you. And then she changes to English. And it's very clear from the very slow way that she speaks that she's not used to using English. I intend for you to join Gideon as a hound. But your faith must be strong. Will I be able to to protect the children regardless? If possible. Okay. I will. And then she guides you over towards the desk and takes a nap. Mm-hmm. And then begins to pray. Oh. And the father joins her. And, and just I- as you are taking a knee, you glance up around uh, towards the cross. And you can see that the father has embedded on the wall a very, very old painting. Um, depicting someone that looks very much like the constable in full armor uh, with a sword and you've seen this piece before Um, it's depicting Joan of Arc (laughs) (laughs) and that's where we're going to end the session What was my dyscrasia? Because I... I need to look it up. Okay. But I need some because rolls. I assumed, uh, I assumed through role play that it was, must, have, must have been either a melancholic or a, or something like oh, that. Oh, it is melancholic. Uh, it is... Um, it's melancholy. Um, it's probably one of those. That's why I went with the, with the role play element. Also, conviction. Now that I described it, he's not only a suicide, so it's, it's okay. It's not a problem. But the guilty shall be punished, and he was a murderer. So me not saving him... I'll let you lower it to one. Because like it's, it's like I, I, I did... How do you call it? Like sin by inaction. Yeah. But most likely it's because he should have been punished. Or that's how he felt. So yeah. So I need... <laughs> oh, give me... A roll from you. I am in. And a roll from you. So what? 
How many boxes are unmarked by either um, humanity that you have or damage that you've taken through or, or stains that um, you've taken? So I, I have not exceeded my empty Have you boxes. filled all em open boxes? So there's none clear. Yes. So you roll one die. You roll one die. Because I didn't mean to! So you both succeeded. No, he uh, succeeded. Me. I'm just giving him like the. the, 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 the I'm waiting for you here, bro. Come on, take Gideon. my hand. Come on, get in. Take my hand. Yeah, take my hand. <laughs> Yay, we feel super guilty and horrible about our actions. Woo. So. I'm crying like Mary Magdalene in front of the painting yeah, of Yona yeah, Mark. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go hungry with, like, hunger level three with all the blood <laughs> and crying. Oh my god. Weep yourself. So. You're joining us next week, Mitch? Are you able to be here? Uh, I am able to be here. Ooh, yeah. better, you better, yeah. hound buddy. Good. Right. Dog's in the house. Because you have a, an induction to make. I see. Oh, no, no, no. It's okay. You're free next week. Go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll try on some shit. No. <laughs> it's like, the, 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 this is where we give you the puppy, and it's like uh, Kingsman. No, no, it's no. Like Kingsman no puppies. Yeah. Stop doing puppy <laughs> references. I'm getting a puppy. Okay? I'm getting a puppy. You're getting a puppy, so you can kill the puppy. That's what that's what. No one's killing the puppy. Yeah, oh, dear. That's what, that's what you think. What time is it? Is it late? Yeah, slightly late. later than normal. So I apologize for keeping you guys a little longer. Uh, didn't thank want to cut much. out in the middle of that. So thank you very much for joining us, guys. We will Thanks see you next Monday. Well, yes, thank you very much, guys. Uh, and we will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to part two of this episode of Blood on the Thames. We really hope that you enjoyed the show. And if you ever want to watch us playing live, find us on Twitch at 7pm UK time every Monday. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook for the latest updates. See you next week.